Podcast. That's right. It is Cheap Thought Podcast 2023 yep, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. What is it again? Cheap Thought Podcast 2023 or Cheap Thought 2023. <laughs> is it Cheap Thought Podcast or Cheap Thought? It's Cheap 20... Thought 2023. Yeah, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. I hope you got that. Send us an email. Now, if I said it wrong too many times, let me say it one more time. It's cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. If you send it out and you start getting like these, uh, it's the wrong thing because you're getting these uh, spam mails. Then I'll just forward it to Brent's email and it will be all good. I'll be like, I need your review on this. And they're telling you about <laughs> that, you've, uh, that you're rich because you, uh, your family, you're an inherency to some yes. Nigerian gold mine. Uh, yeah. And, uh, now you're gonna be super rich. Yep. You just gotta claim uh, the inheritance here. You can just click on yeah, this link. You have to send the 174 dollars to uh, to Nigeria yeah, to <laughs> or somewhere in Africa. Somewhere. <laughs> because a uh, uh, smart hacker found it. Hey, or... Don't trust that. I'm telling you, don't trust that. No, I'm gonna tell you to do it. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> like you're gonna have to figure out another way to recover that money. You're not getting it back from those same people. <laughs> No, definitely not. I told you not to go to the corner store over here and get the um, the gift card and load it up on there and then send those numbers to them. I told you not to you do it. You did say that, right? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't go to 7-Eleven and do that. It's That's, a bad idea. You know, it's funny because uh, my wife, she got a, a, a text message, uh-huh. which was like a spam text or something. Okay. Like, she used to work for a nonprofit. I won't say the name. And... um. They said, the, the text message said, hey, this is so-and-so, an instructor, like a, a place you used to work. Mm-hmm. And we've locked ourselves out of the building with the students. And the students have all their materials in there. They the have kids no way of, don't have any way to access their materials? They can't get back in the building. Poor children. So I told her to reply. I said, hey, reply and tell them, uh, Jeff, go down to Jack of the Box. Jeff, he's an assistant manager down there. <laughs> he has the key. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give it to you, let you in, so you get in. Nice. <laughs> then I was like, well, bust the window or go. Like, it was in the mall. So I was like, the building's in the mall. I was like, well, go tell uh, Paul. Paul, he's a security guard. Over there. Paul Blart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the She's mall like, cop. <laughs> she, she, hey, she never finds my sense of humor funny, baby. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like, like it. I like Jeff, it a lot. Jeff at Jack in the Box. He's an assistant manager. He works there sometimes. He has a key, spare key. He'll let you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, so uh, did she? She actually reply with the text or not? She said, "I told him to break the window." <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> just, just break it. Just break it. It'll be all right. <laughs> I'll fix it tomorrow. <laughs> John the janitor will <laughs> take care of it tomorrow. <laughs> We have excess uh, windows because it happens often. <laughs> we buy them in bulk. 
funny stuff, you know. Nice. <laughs> what do you have on the what do you have on the agenda today? This podcast. That's a good question. What is on our agenda today? Oh. I was gonna talk about money, you know. I, I love it when you talk about money. No, you don't. You're right, because I end you up know, losing it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I I hear all these ads. I told you last week, I said I hear all these ads for gold and silver. And all and I talked about this before and I said, Hey, you know, buy a little gold and silver doesn't hurt gold. And that's all I'm gonna say. This is my whole money segment for this podcast. Buy a little bit of that. I don't know what's gonna happen with the uh, the stock market. The banks don't look very hot, you know. Um some of them don't. Yeah, then we're gonna get, do a uh, universal digital currency or a federal digital currency so they can monitor are spending? Wow. I don't know. That could get crazy, man. Crazy. That's going to be interesting. People get desperate. Like, I I can't trust the government. Every time I want to go buy something, I got to go get this digital currency. So what are we going to do if it's all the digital currency, but then we have gold and silver? So if we got gold and sir- silver and we want to purchase something through the trade of those things, but they're like, no, only digital. They're not going to... What if they don't accept gold and silver? Because well, well, I mean, there's no way. The only real currency is good services, good are goods and services mm-hmm. and products, it's the only thing and materials. Matters. Yeah, and what you can provide. Really, the currency that we have, the dollars. I mean, they re- represent a value, but you can always trade that because people have a demand for it. Food is always a demand. You know, people are always hungry. Hungry. But what if, just like uh, the beginning of uh, World War One and Two, where they're like, you know what, we want to collect all the gold and silver, and uh, trades and sales of uh, gold and silver beyond that is not acceptable. So let's say you want to sell your gold, but they're like, you know what, if I can't buy this because it has to be digitally processed, and I'm not allowed to do that. People will always They'll find oppose their government uh-huh. and trade however they want. Okay. And we live in the United States. This is a place where... It's supposed uh, to be for freedom. Yeah. We're having a freedom. We have firearms. People here have firearms. Amen. You know, I, I hear stories about like, what about these people shooting up? I'm like, what about people that need guns to protect them from shooting people up? My goodness, if you think if someone had a gun, they could have took that some gun out. You know? That does happen occasionally. No. Yeah. So... It does happen that someone gets happen. taken out. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it happened more often. Again, people going, hey, we're aware of this thing. We're aware, and we ain't going to take this. You know, hey, you shot somebody, we're shooting you back. Real quick. Bam. There's no mass shooting. But somebody gets shot. And then, I don't know. I don't think the, the um, taking guns out of people's hands are the best thing to do, but, I mean... Especially when you when a government begins to do that, who are they taking the guns away from? They're not taking guns away from criminals because they didn't care to begin with. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I didn't think we were going to go here with the the guns, but at the same time, don't you feel like there should be more regulations when it comes to guns, as far as better background checks, more psychological checks on people? Yes, I do. Um, hey, we got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> I got to call one more. All right.
man. We were doing good. Hello. I, I've got a house full of people because we're doing the podcast. Priscilla came to pick up the girls, but I thought she was going to babysit for a minute. But they're all right in there by themselves. Hey, hey what's up? <laughs> good to see you. They're not all white. I guess y'all leaving? Or are you staying? I don't know. Are you going to be there? Are we going to get drunk? Are you drunk? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting drunk. Are y'all just starting the podcast? How much do we have in here, Ben? Guns! Yep. Pew, pew, pew! We're back. Yeah, we're talking about, we're talking about guns. Yep. You said pow. Pow, pow! Pew, 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 pew! Oh, uh, is that what you were, that's what you were talking about, the pew, pew, pew? Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to get too intense about guns. I mean, guns are just tools. And I love guns. I'm an advocate for oh, guns. No. And have it... more guns than, than most people I know in this town that we live. So, I mean, I know people with more. I do too, but I mean, I'm just saying that Guns, I mean, they're just tools. That's all they are. And I think that you should know how to use them. I think just like a driving test, you should have a gun test. Just like I feel like regulations for driving should be more strict. I believe that we should at least have people that can see on the road. Like there should be more tests more often to make sure that they're competent, that they can drive and not wait until they get in an accident to find out about it. So I feel like just like driving. I, ben, I grew up with guns, mm-hmm. you know. So to me, I mean, my my idea about guns is like, hey, I mean, they were just tools. That's what you had. I mean, I grew up on a farm. You had farm tools. You had bows and arrows. You had tractors. You had trucks. You had a you sickle. Trables. I never had a sickle. I mean, we didn't do that much physical. You didn't have to. You, you did as much mechanical labor as you could do. Tractors, definitely. Whatever those would provide for you, versus doing the physical stuff. In the same way, I mean, with guns, I mean, you just went out and shot. You know, use your gun to shoot at targets, whatever. Practice. It was nothing different. But I think people, the imagery of guns. I mean, if you watch any um, Netflix show or something, some gangster show, their idea for guns are to kill people, and and I mean. For the most part, I mean, if you watch a war movie, well, yeah, guns are to kill people. But if you look at the nightly news, you'll also see it's all about guns killing people. And I agree because I don't, I don't, I'm not a hunter myself. I don't go out and hunt. I had a friend the other day that invited me to a hunting thing the other day. I don't hunt. I don't care to hunt things. But if you do want to invite us to go hunting, which I haven't gone hunting either. Shame on my dad, by the way, and his family. But I've, I have an invitation to go. But anyways, I need to take him up on that. But if you guys do go hunting and you want to invite us out there to go hunting, by all means, send us an email at cheap.2023 at gmail.com. And, I'm a uh, fisherman. I'm a fisherman. He's a fisherman. I'm a, yeah, cheap, I'd rather be a hunter. Cheap thought 2023 at gmail.com. That's our email. Talk to Ben about yeah. hunting. I'm not, I'm not a hunter. But I am about protection. And I do like the idea that, hey, I have guns. My neighbors have guns. And if there's something that we don't agree with, 
and something that may be coming down the line with our government or whatever else, we can protect ourselves. What if what if gangs begin to rise up in the area because of poverty increasement? Because the hate of cops and communities, what, well, what which if? Corpus Christi is not. And, and, and you say, hey, drive down my street trying to steal what I got, and you know you might get pumped full of lead before you get to my stuff because I'm not going to put up with it. Well, you know, you see when you go into a, like a restaurant and you see somebody with a pet there, which I kind of disagree with, but it's it's not a service animal, which I would totally agree with. It's their, um, what do they call it? Where protection if it, animal? No, no, not a protection animal, but their comfort. Their, um, now I'm not sounding so smart because I'm trying to say no, something I don't their remember. Comfort pet. What, what's their comfort? It's what, what are those animals called that they are allowed to take on airplanes? And I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. So it, it's a psychological comfort thing. It's like they need their pet because it makes them feel security. security. Yeah. But it's not a security pet. It's just because they're an a-hole that want to take their yeah. pets where they're not supposed to. So anyways, that's how I feel about guns. Like those are my, that's my security blanket. Like, that's my comfort. Man, I know you, you'll take a gun wherever you go. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. And you feel for, secure. Well, I feel like I can I can protect people around me. My, that's good. And, and I, it, I like my, that. mainly I for like family, that. not for me, because like physically, I feel like I could fight and protect myself. But if I have a family there, well, why am I going to get in a fight? No, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to get them out of there. And the best way to do that is use the tools that are available. And that tool happens to be any weapon I'm carrying at that moment. Sure. So well, I, I don't have a problem with weapons, and I feel like if you could, psychologically you're able to do it, like you're not triggered. Like as far as I hate using the word triggered, but as far as you're not on the breaking point of breaking as a person, and that you're psychologically intact, and you don't have mental issues for that, you know, for that reason to like, uh, so the public's not at harm. Then I say. Why not? Anybody should be able to. An old lady to a young child. Ben, I grew up going to Renaissance festivals. Uh And and, uh, I think it was illegal at that time. I I don't know if it's illegal now, but uh, people would wear swords on their hips. Big swords. Walking around everywhere. I never felt threatened by someone wearing wearing a sword on their hip. But you know what it was used for or what they could use it for. It's not for, like, chopping the heads off snakes. It's for saying, hey, you got a problem with me? I'll whip my sword out. And, and um, you know, you're not taking from me, and I'll cut you up. The same way with a gun, it's no different. Well, it's like when I'm at a, uh, at a restaurant or a convenience store or just anywhere, and I can see, like, I look at, I I size people up already. Like, I'm always trying to pay attention to my surroundings, what's going on. And automatically, like, when I see people, like, I see, like, where they would usually have a concealed weapon. And I pay attention to those things. So, and if I see that somebody does have a concealed weapon, it doesn't bother me. I don't feel insecure at all. Like, I feel like there's not a problem. Not at all. In fact, I'm more like, you know what? That's good because that's one more person to help keep this area safe. Yeah, another security guard. Yeah, it's just another security guard for everybody, for the, the public. Now, I'm not going to play superhero. Like if uh, if I'm at a, I keep on referencing convenience stores. But if I'm at a store and it's being robbed, I'm not there to play hero. No. 
No, I'm only there to protect me and my family. And if yeah. I have friends... They have cameras, they can call the police. Yeah, I'm not trying to intervene. No. No. And I hate... Look, I carry a gun. I, I don't want to ever, ever have to use my gun to kill someone. Absolutely. I want... Uh, I'd rather have a pepper gun. <laughs> pepper spray? Pepper... Well, not... Or a taser? Spray. I'd rather taser. A ta- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some sparks. I... <laughs> I am the fire sucker. I want to show you I'm just as sick as you. <laughs> I want to taser you and torture you. That's what you get. <laughs> and they spray pepper spray in their mouth. <laughs> but, but, but I, hey, I think to, in this segment, just kidding. Um, you know, with schools, we, there, there's been school shootings. Um, they're crazy. They get a lot of news attention. But do you think that teachers or people working in the school should, should uh, arm themselves or not necessarily i don't know about the schools you went to but in the inner city where i went to some schools where we actually had um all the doors to the school actually chained and locked except for the front entrance and the back entrance at one time they had the back entrance locked too and then the state came in and said no you can't do that so they had a front entrance and a rear exit and they had uh at our high school we actually had uh, metal detectors and security guards wanding everything through and uh there like some of the like some of the teachers couldn't even verbally protect themselves yeah. like the kids were too disrespectful mind right. you uh. but and this is a long time ago this is uh, 20 years ago over 20 old? years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, over 20 years 20, ago uh, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah okay like uh back in the mid 90s yeah so anyways, so some of those teachers, I'm glad they didn't have a gun because I wouldn't feel safe if they had a gun. You think they would have just shot someone? Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? So there's definitely, even though they're a teacher, I don't like the idea of arming teachers. What? Because I don't think some of them are capable. Yeah. And if anything, it would put us more at risk because the person would just come up and take it from the teacher. Yeah, sure. And now, now the classroom's... At risk. Not that they want to shoot people. Is they're going to play with it, and somebody's going to get shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't think obvious like teachers holstering a gun on their hip while they're teaching a class. I don't think that's necessary. But if they had one in the drawer, I don't think that's desk. a good idea. I think what's a better idea is just like if you want to go to a courtroom, if you go to the ju- uh, go, if you want to go see a judge, if you if you or not you want to, if you have to, if you're called <laughs> to go to no, court, no guess what? They have security the there. At the courthouse. Why don't we have the same amount of security going into a school? I don't think it's sad they need it. I think you just need to prevent the people from coming. Do- it's, it's, it's a sad thing that, to say that we even need it, though, period. But I mean, children I are our most precious commodity. Yeah, the, sure. I, I agree. In this nation or in the world. So why aren't we giving them the same level of protection as we are for our judicial system? You think a rural school in a town of... 1,800 people need that kind of security. What? There's a difference I mean, so between to... towns and cities and rural communities. For sure. So you, you're saying amp up the security according to the population probably. I mean, I, to, get, to me, I would agree with that. I mean, according to the possibility of threats. Instead in of our police being, um, what's the word, uh, revenue, extra revenue collectors, you know, how about they help protect our schools? And why don't we have the law enforcement there? 
But we'll be right back with another uh, chance to pay our bills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the Cheap Thought Podcast here out of Corpus Christi, Texas. We're going to dive into some Corpus Christi stuff. We were talking about guns. Ben, we'll get back to that on another podcast. But Corpus Christi, Texas. We're growing city, man. It's coming. It's coming. We got a big old bridge going up over there. We like to talk about um, the dining here, the restaurants, some of the tourism. I, you know, uh, Corpus Christi is growing in tourism, and we see that. I mean, it is a touristy type of city. We have our beauty. It's here on its sure. way. It's on its way. It's on its way. We I, have our beauty here. Mm-hmm. I've always, you know, I grew up uh, Central Texas in Dallas. I'm from Dallas. Um, and then I moved to Central Texas. San Antonio was a place I loved to go to. I loved the Riverwalk. I loved all of that. I still do, by the way. I still do, too. I still do, too. Um, great dining, great scenery. I mean, it's almost like you're in a European city when you're down on the Riverwalk. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's just like an ambiance like you've never seen. Love the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. But anyway, when you get to Corpus, you're like, people, what do you do in Corpus Christi? My sister um, visited here um, a few years ago, and she went down to the beach downtown, and they stayed down. down. She, and she Off went, of Ocean Drive? Yeah, or Shoreline. shoreline the Shoreline. When, when That's right, downtown. not Ocean Drive. Shoreline it's Ocean Drive. on one side, and then, but Shoreline downtown. Okay. And so uh, she stayed in a nice hotel, and uh, she's like, I wasn't impressed. And I said, I don't blame you. The downtown life of Corpus, um, the evening life could be nice. There's some nice restaurants. There's a little bit of nightlife stuff going on. But we have nice beaches. When you get down on North North um, Padre Island, the beaches, North Padre Island That's beaches. what people come for. But we don't have the capacity to um, you know, reach out to a lot of tourism because there's not a lot of hotels or people to stay there there is some the, the, and they're building more they're, they're building they're more. always building more hotels yeah and uh hopefully some nice restaurants come in maybe you or i can put in a nice restaurant That'd down be awesome. on, on the island and uh yeah try to, because uh, corpus has a beauty to it i mean it, it, it is really nice i love being here and people like coming down here and it's not like you're going to the east coast um beaches or the west coast beaches because over here we don't have an ocean we have a gulf so you don't have the big waves when people think of beaches but one thing we do have occasionally we do yeah occasionally occasionally but it's not like you're going to the pacific ocean it's it's not like you get the waves all the time no it's the gulf of mexico it's the gulf of mexico call it the redneck riviera whatever (laughs) but a lot of people like it because you can drive on the beach here yeah so a lot of vehicles park out there. A lot of people have uh, um, bonfires out on there. You can ha- make a day of. There, there's on the, the National Seashore, which you have. Uh, it's a national park, and mm-hmm. that's that's a beautiful place. To yeah, go it's nice. Yeah. Now, I'll do like- I wish we we had like a, a boardwalk? Yes, I wish we had a boardwalk where you had shops and everything. We have a s- uh, we have a small boardwalk. Not what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking yeah. of uh, Ocean City, Rehoboth Beach, down Coney at, Island. 
Yeah, Coney Island. Something. I, I'm Miami thinking Beach or something. Miami Beach has <laughs> it. Or if you go to like California, you go to. Um, now I'm spacing. Should have took. But what we do have is nice, and and you can see that it has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. I don't. I, hey, I hope we don't bring. I hope the people listening to the podcast do. We we're not inspiring people to bring too much commercial stuff to take away from this. But some of the commercial stuff is nice. I don't want chain restaurants on our beach and our boardwalk as that grows. But hey, if uh, you got an idea of a restaurant, it may be a, be a potential where you come down and, hey, I can open up something with my own ideas. And uh, we serve, uh, you know, a, a local, a local uh, menu, a local idea. And hey, I think people would love that. I, I think it'd be fantastic. Corpus is, is a wonderful city to me. And, yep. and uh, as we do these podcasts, I'm going to tell you a testimony about my life coming to Corpus. It's a wonderful thing, Ben. I know you've been here, and then you left, and then you came back, and your testimony is good. And we love this city. Yeah. We have friends. It's a good city. We have friends here and that love living in Corpus. And mm-hmm. I, I, one of our friends' wife's like, oh, we want to move back to where we're from. And he's like, no, I'm staying at Corpus. I like Corpus Christi. But when I meet some of the locals here, they're like, no way. I want to leave Corpus as fast as I can. This is terrible. They have no vision for the city. It has so much potential. And they're not appreciating what's already here. I agree. Yeah. And you got to appreciate it for what it is. You can't compare it to other places. I mean, you can, but... If you do a fair comparison, you're going to see the, the pluses and minuses of. So some people, and this is what I've seen as I've traveled across this country, it's the grass is always greener on the other side. This city is so much better than the other city. Okay, it takes me 15 minutes to get from one side of town to the other. There's no traffic here. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, I moved here from Austin. That's It's fantastic. Yeah. So, so you have that. And there's there's museums here. You have the USS Lexington here. You have um, the aquarium. The aquarium here. There, there's a few nice things, and there's a little bit of downtown. Not as much as I wish there was, but guess what? It's no. We like, have a minor league baseball team. Yeah, we have minor league. Uh, so hooks. the, the Corpus hooks. Christi hooks. We even hey, you have know Altuve that played on the World Series uh, um, Astros team. He's playing right now. Yeah. He's going to be here for the next week or so. Playing here in town, I'm sure he's drawing a big crowd. I wouldn't mind going to a hooks game sometime this week. I, you know. Hey, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I love the atmosphere when I go to a Hooks Park, Waterburger Field. I mean, it, it, it's fantastic to me. You don't have to be a baseball fan. All you have to be is an American. I'm at a baseball game, and the the setting in that place, being there, and the the Harbor Bridge that's there. Now, it used to light up. I, I don't know if they – I think they, they don't turn the lights on, but you'd be sitting in the seats watching the game. The sun goes down. You can watch the ships come in, coming in up and down the ship harbor, the ship channel, and you're watching the lights of the harbor bridge come on. I don't care if you like baseball or not. Just sitting there watching that go on is worth, you know, the $6 ticket you paid to get the cheap seats. I mean, it doesn't matter. (laughs) We're two hours away from San Antonio. We're two hours away from Mexico or the Valley. You're four hours away from Houston. I mean... You're not Three that far away. I'm going to Houston next month. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, roundabout. And the same thing to go to Austin. Like, you're four hours away or three and a half. Yeah. So you're not far away from hardly anything. Yeah, there's a lot of potential, a lot of room for growth here. But at the same time, you got to appreciate what we have here. Yeah. And it it's nice. They're all going to live here now, Ben, to get to know I you and I. So. They're like, Ben and Brent live in Corpus Christi. They live a wonderful life. They moved there as truck drivers. Now they're podcasters. I didn't move here as a truck driver. I, I became a truck driver after I came here. Really? Yeah. What, did, what were you doing? You were in security? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I don't want to go into You took the job anymore. at the uh, county jail? When I first, yeah, when I first moved down here. Okay. We'll talk I had about a background. Somebody. I know you don't want to get, dive deep yeah, in that, but I, that's interesting. I don't want to go into the, my, my law enforcement background too much. But that's fun. Yeah, right. one, one thing, being that, you know, we're talking about we're truck drivers, we listen to, uh, we have so much time at our jobs to listen to so much news and information and um, I have listened to many books, educational books and things. I mean, I'm not, I'm not um, super smart. I try to uh, uh, absorb all the information and things I can from those those uh, books and uh, whatever news that I listen to and podcasts, just like we're doing today. But being a truck driver, and hey, maybe this is our truck driver bit, but I'm gonna tell you. It gives us an opportunity to really absorb and listen to what's going on around us in the world and give our own perspective and observation because you don't have to listen to something that's just one-sided. Hey, this is the way I think about things. You can go about, you can listen to anything. You have tons of time, and there's tons of people doing podcasts, doing news broadcasts, everything that you can think about it. Man, we get to listen to that for hours. And it's wonderful to me. I, I, I think it's fantastic. Now, now some of those things, like, um, you know, conspiracy theory things, I like to listen to that. Entertaining. Absolutely. I think it's wonderful. And I think there's, uh, there's truth in there as well. So even in the ones... Like uh, some of the conspiracy theories that I don't agree with, I think they are pulling off some truths from there. I think there are truths that now I think when you look at the whole, I don't agree with, but there's some conspiracy theories that are absolutely true. And then there's other ones where I'm like, not at all. Yeah. But I <laughs> yeah, can see the truth parts that are in those questionable uh, conspiracy theories where I'm like, I see where they're getting that information from. So I like to understand why they feel the way they are why they're coming up with that conspiracy theory. I don't have to agree with it to want to hear about it and oh. listen to it and find out why they understand the way they understand it. Sure. Yeah. I, I, me too, but uh, hey, like you, like, like you said, entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're driving, you wonder, hey, even if you're listening to a, a fictional book, and uh, I, I love uh, John Grisham. Mm-hmm. He does all these law, law, you know, situations. Hey, that's fun stuff. It's still educational, you know, and it allows it allows someone like, hey, I got my GED, got a few college uh, credit hours, and uh, now I drive a truck to make a living, whatever, you know. Could have had my law degree, could have had, uh, you know, my MD or something. <laughs> now, but you know, hey, when I used to drive bit over the road, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you, my mind, and I hope people think this way too. I hope people dream this way. 
the way I have dreamed in my life. I would be driving and thinking about all the problems going on in the world, and most of them, most of them end up coming from some city, a small city that they evolve from something going on in the city, and they become a worldwide thing, you know. But really, all of us, it doesn't matter whether you're in a small city, big city, you work different jobs, you work 40 hours a week, you work 80 hours a week. The problems within a city are not much different anywhere else. And I used to think I would drive over the road thinking about all these things. I think, man, I want to get into politics. I want to run for city council. I want to make a difference in my city. I want to make a difference where I live. I want to live in this city. I want to make a difference. I want to make some changes. And when I hear that, I think that you don't know anything about politics. Well. Because how are you going to make a difference? I want to make a difference because I want to learn about what's going on and try to help and, and fix the problems that are going on there. But you are right in the sense that, yeah, I didn't know what's going on because when I begin to learn what's going on, I thought, there's no way, no way in this world I'm ever getting involved in doing things to help using politics because I, that's not for me. Because I think a lot of people, and this could be my conspiracy theory that I believe in, but there's the reason why there's problems because people are profiting that there's problems. And, and I, hey, Ben, you and I are never running for mayor of Corpus Christi, Texas. Absolutely not. Yeah. Never. But, but <laughs> and you should never say never, but. We're hey, never we, going we to. had a really cute mayor for there the, right now. Like, <laughs> never met her. You can be know. your husband. You know? No, I'm already married. I'm good. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, but you'd have some power there. You know, the power of the city. I don't need power. Yeah, that's true. We have power with our voice. No, we're not. using what we say to do a podcast. Some man. people do. Nobody's oh, listening right, to whatever. me. No, 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 no. Not me. Somebody <laughs> else can have that. <laughs> Well, not I, smart enough for any of those positions. I'm smart enough to be a truck driver, and I barely. Have you ever seen those people that, that, that run those positions? I've never got to know them. They're not that smart. Either. I don't know them. It's not about I'm, I'm going to say no comment. It's not about intelligent levels to me. It's about it's how you can Being make connected? No. It's about discernment on how to make the best decision. But I feel that's easy. Didn't they just get rid of one of our city managers here? I have no idea. I was reading about something. I haven't been reading. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway. No, it was... Um, it's. Um, so we both agreed we're not going to join uh, any kind of uh, local politics or national, correct? Yeah, I don't see myself doing that. All right. I'm glad. No, I don't no. want to see you do it either. No, I, I want to retire, retire peacefully without anybody bugging me about anything. I want to... one. I don't see myself returning, but if I ever do, I would like just to do this as well. Be like out of the the many things I want to do when I'm retired. And that could be another question. Like how do you vision your retirement? I like that because that's that's being all about money, you know, like hey, uh, you need a little money to retire, right? <laughs> but minus the money, how do you vision yourself to be like the golden age of retirement? Like the gold like your golden ages, you're retired. What activities or what do you see yourself doing as a retiree? How much money you have may determine quite a bit of what you uh, envision yourself doing. That's absolutely true because there's different levels of it. But minus the money, so let's say money's not an option or not an issue, What what? how do you want to see yourself 
retired. I think most people would want to see themselves. Uh, you know, in the, in, I'm not in talking the, about most people. I'm interested in you, Burns. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, your vision. No, but of hey, how you, you your foresee your, you your mind. I want someone. To I want to hear yours. What, but I want some people to conflict what I have to say about that. They said the email in. Most people say, "Hey, I want to have the same comforts that I had when I was working." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 most people. Mm-hmm. I want to have the same comforts. So, what comforts do you want to see yourself? I have? Want to, I want to live in a nice house. Be okay. to, all the groceries I can have, all, all okay. the air conditioning, mm-hmm. the electricity, whatever you know. I want to be able to cook. You know, I want to be able to travel occasionally. Okay. Like travel once or twice a year, yeah. once or twice a month. I mean, I don't travel that much now working because I have to take off or working. But when I do travel, it's generally not that far. I would love to go to Europe. I'd love to be able to travel South America when I'm retired. What I want to do but those is those are watch, expensive trips. I want to watch Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations and go to every spot he went to, every country he went to, every city he went to. Not necessarily those the same locations in there, but go there and just... Not meet the same people. Man, Anthony Bourdain must have lived a very depressed life. Or not. I'm sure he had his bouts, definitely. God rest his soul. He hung himself. I know. Okay. And I, I don't know all the details. I don't need to know all the details. But I just... I, I don't either. But I looked at that as the dream job right there. Meeting people. When I think of Anthony Bourdain, and I think it's not that much time difference between... Um, um, What's his name? Um, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. They both uh, oh, very both two people I looked up to. Robin Williams. Robin Williams was funny, you know. He killed himself, but maybe he kills. I don't know. But uh, it's sad. I mean, they have sad endings for their life, but what they did with their life was pretty funny. And I heard fantastic. the same woman hung each both of them. It's a serial. <laughs> And that'll be our conspiracy and if, story next podcast. And if you if you know any details, email us at cheap thought pod, cheap thought at twenty twenty three at gmail dot com. Cheap thought twenty twenty three. And we'll let everybody know. Just give us your sources. Let us know. No, well, no. And if you listen to our podcast regularly, you are going to have uh, the most wonderful life that you could ever live, no matter where you live, because that's what our podcast provides. That's what we try. Now, I do have a question for you, Brent. Yeah. Okay. Our last challenge was saying yes for one week. We're closing out this podcast. No, I want to. I want to know about your. Experience. But we're going to move into the next challenge. Oh, I want to talk about the previous challenge first. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll tell I you. I want to tell you. I want to tell you about that challenge. Uh, tell me about it. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say yes to everything. Come on, and bitch. folks. Say Please. yes to everything. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. I how you saying yes. Ah! I want to hear about our listeners. Oh. And how they dealt with one. And if you haven't done it yet, do it for sure. People one week saying you. yes. Email us at cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. And let us know how your week went. Yeah. I'm not saying yes to everything. But look, I had that one like where you didn't complain. Mm-hmm. Don't complain for a week. Damn it, impossible. That was difficult, but it was easier than saying yes all week long. All week long, yeah. I ain't know. I just totally, when when you have a challenge like that, it's like, oh, 
I was so tired. That one's not going to work. I did so much stuff, more stuff than That's I wanted to. That's not going to work because I'm not saying yes to everything. So you failed. I would No, I succeeded. I succeeded in not saying yes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. I'm not saying yes to everything. Come on, man. It was difficult. Difficult? Yeah, it was no, difficult. I was never going to give in to that. I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you say yes to things you didn't want to do? Absolutely. And you didn't? Do this, do that. Can you do this? And you did this? It was more a honey-do list than anything else. Or if a dispatch asked, well, hey, you could, you do, some, could you do one more load? I'm you like. Got, you got some things done then, I guess. Right? I got more stuff done. There you go. A lot less sleep, more work. Did you feel better about it? No, not at all. <laughs> I was waiting for the week to get over. I was counting oh, the time. And I didn't tell anybody about it. You said when a man doesn't work. They like look at it. And I'm like, yes, I did that. Didn't feel that way. No. I said yes. I did it. Ah. Now I'm I'm glad we're not doing both at the same time because I'd want to complain about. (laughs) No. Saying yes, and I was kicking myself. I'm like, why did I do this challenge this week? I'm clueless. I'm clueless right now. And you told me I I was talking to you before we uh, sat down to do this recording. And uh, you said... Uh, I wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, it is a surprise. It's still a surprise. I know. Because you but wouldn't tell me. Guess what? It's going to be easy. But I need you to say yes to this challenge before I tell you. I don't know about the challenge yet. That's what I'm getting that, to. Uh, that's babe. what I want you to agree. Now, but, you uh, agree that you're going to do it, right? I don't know what it is yet. Uh, well, you're you're on board with this, right? We have to have a challenge. Oh, I have the challenge. The challenge. Can you handle the challenge? I think of the podcast, we're going to have a challenge. All right. So this week. Wait, wait. Okay. Now, you were telling me on the phone you had a challenge. Yes, sir. And I said, well, don't tell me. Just wait for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Brent, I don't think you're going to like this one. I told you you ain't going to like this one. And I said, I didn't like the last one. The last one was a woozy. Yeah, but here we go. We're going to have a challenge. All right, but I'm going to let you know this one's going to be very easy for you. Okay. You're not going to like it. All right. Because we all like freedom. We all like to choose. Now, you have no idea where I'm going with this. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm probably really not going to like it where you're going right now. But it's going to be easy for you because I think you probably already do it sometimes, if not a lot of times. All right. So this week, and it might be more of a challenge for me than it is for you, but this week, no alcohol, no beer. No whiskey. I love whiskey, by the way. I love whiskey, bourbon. For a week? Love... That's no problem. I know. That's what I said. It's going to be easy for you. Yeah, it's easy for me. You're funny. <laughs> but it, it's more, I'm challenging myself more than anything else. So do you agree that you can do it this week? Absolutely, big. Come on, man. No wine. So even if you go to church and they give you a wine for sacrament, no wine, no alcohol. Well, they only give you grape juice where I go. So. Oh, you go to the pussy one then. <laughs> Beep. I can do all those things, you know. All right, good. Well, that's this week's challenge. Yeah, and for our audience. And I want that audience to do it too. Now it's only for one week, seven days. Seven days. No. After this alcohol. podcast, so if you're sipping, if you're at home right now, or if you're relaxing at the pool, or if you're at the beach listening to this, why? Why aren't you listening to music instead? But after this podcast, 
I want you to not drink. And if you're a drinker, do it right now because it's May. You're not going to be able to do it through the summer months because it's the summer. It's the fun months. What? And if you're not listening to this until, let's say, November or August or January, guess what? When you listen to this, challenge yourself. Nobody's going to know unless you email us at cheapthoughtpodcast. <laughs> no, cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when this uh, thing's going to be released. When Maybe. we're going to air this. Yeah. yeah. Well, sooner than later. Sooner than later. We're working. We're looking for a technician right now to edit these podcasts so we can come up with a better. Um, so we can have a, a better, better product. product. Yeah, not only just for ourselves, but for you guys, because I think you guys deserve this. Listening to this podcast, anyone that listens to what we're saying, they need God bless your soul. Professionalism. God bless your soul. I'm a guitar player. You play guitar? Call us up. Send us an email. Come on. I want. I want to hear you singing. Are you going to come out with the first Zoom band? So you're going to have band members, everybody on Zoom at the same time playing. And come up with an album that way. Zoom. We're going to call it the Zoom album. Mm-hmm. Only if they have an organ player. Oh, we definitely have to have a... Can Can you mix... A, I need an organ player. An organ, ban, uh, organ with a banjo with the air pipes. Organ, air pipes, and a... a, a banjo. No, <laughs> accordion on tape. Accordion. Accordion. If oh, you mix all accordion. that in together... And you create a whole new genre of music. Oh, definitely. Definitely a new genre. And guess what? You throw a beat into it. Oh, now we're cooking. But you got to have that singer with the soul. I think that's that's where you come in. I got some soul. Mm -hmm. He got soul. I got soul. He got soul. (laughs) Well, what do you think, Ben? It's another recording of the Cheap Thought Podcast. Cheap Thought. That's Cheap Thought. Yeah, go ahead, Spock. But I they're going to, re- no, because when they click on it, they're going to see it right then and there. So we don't have to spell it because when they're clicking on it, they can literally read Cheap Thought. C H E A P T H O U G H T 2 0 2 3. Oh. Don't do that, Ben. <laughs> if you guys can't see my face. Cheap thought. 2023. I got my hand over at my gmail.com. Face. I'm looking down. Send us an email. It's going to be all right, Brent. We're looking for you. We want to hear from you. He's looking for you. Oh, yes. Mm. I'll forward it to his personal oh, email. Music. Could have performed last night. Y'all could have came and seen me. Oh. I get down. I play the guitar. You know that is. Guitar and the vocals. Yes. He can do it all. No, really. Anyway, I love y'all. Thanks Thank you for, for sitting down with me again, Brent. I appreciate it. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody listening. Yes, it's been a wonderful time. Wonderful day. Have a have a great evening.